Hello, everyone, and welcome to the first episode of my new podcast, Lil T's Big Interviews. My name is Tess Eggison, and I will interview a lot of really cool people who have done significant things in their lifetime. Today's guest is my personal singing teacher, Mimi Mapes. Hi. Hi, how are you? Pretty good. How are you? I'm doing very well, thank you. I want to thank you so much for helping me with this new podcast thing. Oh, absolutely. I'm just honored that you asked me. Yeah. Well, let's get started. So today I would like to start off with a simple question. Might not be um, to you, but kind of short. Okay. Um, What made you want to get into the music career when you were younger? Well, my mother was a folk singer, Mm -hmm. so I kind of grew up around the music and um, I grew up listening to my mother would have lots of other musicians over Mm -hmm. to play and so I grew up with a lot of musicians like playing in my living room a lot of guitars and a lot of singing and and family functions like like Thanksgiving and stuff would always be like a part so many families from the folk community in Chicago And they would all get together, and once again, it'd be a bunch of guitars and people singing, and all the kids would be running around like me. And um, and then I'd go to clubs and watch my mom sing all the time. And um, I started to get up on stage with her when I was probably about your age. And um, and that's what really really got me started with just singing. Other than that, I also used to do like theater, musical theater, when I was young too. And so. I kind of always knew I wanted to be um, on stage, do something. That is so cool. Um, (laughs) What, like, what sort of people would your mom have over? Oh, well, she she had a lot of famous people over because she knew a lot of famous people. So um, it wouldn't be unusual for me to come home and and Bob Dylan might be over. Or um, uh, Shel Silverstein. Um, Harry Chapin, John Prine, Steve Goodman, um, all kinds of people. Just whoever was in town and also the Chicago folk community. For some reason, they always used to gather at my mom's. She would make like a big pot of something, like a big pot of stew and, and, and bread and people would just over and um you know i would come home finding just all kinds of different people i'd come home from school and i never knew who was going to be in the living room so that was kind of fun so cool um so next i would like to know you have toured with so so many people in your lifetime i've researched some of them haven't you toured with henry lee summers yes i was yes when i used to live back in indianapolis Back in 1985, I moved here, and I was with a band back then called Dr. Bop and the Headliners, and they were a crazy band that used to uh, have a bar on stage, and they would drink and and pour alcohol on their instruments and all over each other. It was a crazy band. But through coming to Indianapolis and playing at the Vogue, um, I got to meet Henry Lee, and I thought, well, you know, I kind of like to sing in that band. So eventually he had me audition and um, and I started working with him. And so I lived here for five years and I was lucky enough to get in right when um, he was starting to get really popular. 
and then we went on to get a record deal and we went to New York to record an album and and then we went on tour with a lot of big big names and we opened up for a lot of big acts so that was really fun cool and you um interacted with John Cougar Mellencamp for a little while right yeah yeah I have a um I have a multi-platinum album from singing on his record Scarecrow and um here I'll kind of walk you over have I shown it to you I think maybe during a lesson possibly yeah I think so let's I'll just show it to you again real quick let's see turn on the light can you see wow. that yeah I can see that that's so cool yeah, that's went multi-platinum, so that means it sold over three million copies. Wow. Um, and it's funny because when I moved here and I was singing with Henry Lee, everybody knew in that band that I wanted to try and sing with John Mellencamp. And so um, I got a phone call one morning, and it was early in the morning, and it was after we had played late at night. And I got a phone call, and it's you know, they woke me up, and I picked it up, and said, hello, Mimi, this is John Mellencamp. Um, I'm recording an album. Do you want to come drive out to Bloomington today and sing on my album? And I was like, yeah, right, it's John Mellencamp. I was like, cut it out, guys. I know you're just, you know, you know, trying to, yeah, giving me a prank call. And so I hung up on him because I thought it was my band members that were playing a joke on me. And, um, and then he ended up calling back, and he said, don't hang up. It really is me. Because, you know, not everyone expects John Mellencamp to just call him one morning, right? So um, I didn't hang up on him that time, and we ended up talking. And I said, absolutely. So I got in my car, and I drove to Bloomington, where he has his home and his studio. And um, I got to sing on the album. So that was pretty cool. Yeah, that's amazing. So leading up to this question, um, um. Who was your favorite that you ever performed with and why? Oh, gosh. So many. You know, I learned a lot from Henry Lee in the sense of what I like to teach you guys. And that is just to be an individual and to have fun on stage. Because Henry Lee Summer really wasn't a very well-known person. He was, you know, out of Indiana. But Tess, we could go and play for a crowd of like 20 to 40,000 people opening up for a band like the Doobie Brothers or Chicago. And nobody had ever heard of Henry Lee Summer. But by the third song, they were all on their feet and they were just crazy because he was so crazy and he could just grab an audience. He knew how to he knew how to have stage presence. And that's so important, as I as I stress to you guys, to know who you are on stage and to have fun. And so he just endeared himself to the crowd. So I learned, I really learned a lot from Henry Lee. As far as who the best, um, uh, I'm, you make a lot of friends on the road because you get to tour with these people for like a month or two at a time. So um, the Doobie Brothers were really nice people. Um, the guys in Chicago were really nice. They, they took me out for my birthday. When my birthday came, it happened to be on tour and they took me out to a really nice five-star restaurant for my birthday and and that was pretty cool but I think my favorite person that we opened up for was Stevie Ray Vaughan oh cool yeah and I got to meet him and he was really nice and just 
the cool thing about opening up for people is that you get to sit backstage and watch from like the monitor board and you can watch the whole show from backstage and and so you know to watch stevie ray vaughn three nights in a row and be you know 20 feet away from him it's pretty cool yeah okay yeah. so going off of that question did they all treat you pretty well um yes yeah people were really nice it, um you know, you get kind of intimidated and think, oh, or, you know, are they going to be snooty because they're the headliners and, you know, are they going to have an attitude? But really, no, you end up being like a little family with these people and everybody was really nice. And I would end up going like when we were with out with Chicago or the Doobie Brothers, they would bring me up for their encores and I got to like sing with them for their big encores, like, you know, um, Long Train Running or whatever song they would do. Um, you know, I got to be friends enough with them so that I would sing in their show. And sometimes they'd come and sing during our show. And um, we just have fun together. So there wasn't anybody that was ever really not nice. Everybody was pretty nice. Cool. Um, so um, you just showed me the award you won, um, the Platinum Award. Right? Multi-platinum, yeah. Multi-platinum. Mm -hmm. um, what importance did it have to your musical career? Well, it looks really good on your resume. Mm -hmm. <laughs> it hasn't necessarily gotten me, you know, a whole lot of extra work. It was, it was definitely profitable to be on a multi-platinum selling record. And it's definitely um, an honor to have one. Many people, you know, would kill to own one of these things and have their name on it. My name's on it. Um, so I was hoping it would be the first of many, <laughs> but unfortunately it's the only one. Um, but people, you know, it's, it's a nice calling card. Like I say, it looks good on your resume to own one of these, you know, so it's, it's definitely, it's helped my reputation a little bit to have that great so would you be okay with talking about your mom joe mates sure um well um how did she influence your music career not just from the start but like as you were getting more famous touring with henry lee summers and john cougar mellencamp well she was just always there for me you know she was always there and whenever i was on tour I would stop whenever we stopped in Chicago. I would make sure that I could get a rental car and get out to see her. And she was always very supportive of me, a supportive of me, even from the time when I was little doing, you know, theater and stuff. And I would live in Chicago and I would go to summer camp in Wisconsin and go to theater camp and they'd drive all the way out to see my show. So she was always very supportive and um, just good to give me advice you know because she had been through it all and so she was a good person to have in my corner not only did she influence me musically because obviously you kind of grow up loving the um, music that your parents play at home right it's it's kind of what you really like and then she exposed me to so many different kinds of music because not only was she um a folk singer but she was also the entertainment critic for um, a big newspaper in Chicago, the Chicago Sun-Times. So she took me to a lot of opening nights 
when she was doing um when she was reviewing shows and introduced me to people like Tony Bennett and BB King and all these other kinds of music and stuff that I would never have been exposed to had my mom not been going to see the shows because she was interviewing them. So, um, and like I said, she was just always there for me. You know, she's always supportive of me and always a cheerleader and would come and see our, my shows whenever I was in town. Beautiful. Um, did she have any words of wisdom that you like to keep with yourself to this day? Um, you know, one of the biggest things that I think she told me, which I, which I pass on, I like to pass on is, um, it's sometimes, sometimes it's hard to be a woman. (laughs) Um, and especially, you know, in any industry, but the music industry. And so you really have to be a strong woman and you have to stand up for yourself and you have to advocate for yourself. And so she always taught me to not be afraid to speak up because you kind of people will treat you the way you let them. And so if you let people walk all over you and especially in the music industry where it's kind of it can be like a boys club sometimes you have to work twice as hard being a woman. And then sometimes you get called the B word just because you're you're pushy and or you know what you want, whereas a man wouldn't be called anything mean if he knows what he wants he's just he he knows what he wants and he's a strong man but if a woman is opinionated and knows what she wants sometimes they get a bad reputation so she always taught me don't worry about the reputation and just stand up for what for what you believe in wonderful um here's a little fun one um okay what's your favorite song you've ever performed oh my gosh there's so many songs I like to perform. Um, I think uh, Peace of My Heart, Janis Joplin, uh-huh. is one of them. And then there's an old song by um, Lambert, Hendrix, and Ross. And it's called Twisted. And it was also performed by Bette Midler. And it's kind of crazy. And it's really wordy. I'll show you just a little bit of it. My analyst told me. That I was right out of my head, the way he described it. He said I'd be better dead than alive. I didn't listen to his jive. I knew all along that he was all wrong. And I knew that he thought I was crazy, but I'm not. Oh, no. <laughs> so that, that's part of that song. So I like, I like a lot of um, wordy songs. And I love to do like the old jazz standards. I like to do stuff like that, too. Wow. Um, so this, I feel, will sadly have to be the last question of the day, but here it is. Okay. Who is your greatest influence in the world? The person who built you up when you were down, the person who made you feel welcome in the music industry, and the person who made you, you. Gosh. That's, you know what? I don't know if it could be just one person, Tess, because there are so many people that influenced me. Um, uh, vocally, people from like Gladys Knight to Billie Holiday to Mm -hmm. Janis Joplin, Aretha Franklin, um, all these strong women. Those are the women that I look up to and that I try and draw from. And I think everyone, when they're making their own personality, when they're finding who they are as a singer, they take 
a little bit from everybody that they like. And then they put their own voice in, they put their own voice in the pot and they stir it up and then that's who they get. Beautiful. Um, so I want to thank you again for doing this um, podcast absolutely. for me. My and pleasure. Hope you had fun with it. Yes, absolutely. It was great. Um, You're a great interviewer. Thank you. Um, mm-hmm. Well, um, listen and keep um, looking for updates of the next Little T's Big Interviews. Thank you. You're welcome, Tess. Bye-bye. Thank Bye. you. Some sources for this episode include Mimi Makes McCloy Wikipedia and Mimi Makes McCloy background vocals. Some I use less sources for this episode than I will for other episodes because I know my own singing teacher pretty well. She talks to me on a regular basis. I know a lot about her. And so using those sources and from what I already knew about her, I composed these questions. Now please tune in for next episode of Lil T's Big Interviews. Thank you.